Welcome to Job Sharing and Beyond, the future of work podcast that goes beyond the traditional nine to five. I am Karen Tischler, speaker, consultant, and host of the show, where we hear from global experts every other week to discover innovative solutions and tips on how to remain a relevant employer in the future. Hello, everyone. I really appreciate it. Today's conversation with Melanie Belitzer on my LinkedIn Live Conversations. This follow-up with Melanie was based on the episode she and I had recorded late last year. And Melanie Belitzer, for people who have not listened to our previous episode before, is the head of technical documentation and training at an international systems mobility company. And in the past year, she has been working part-time. And in her case, part-time meant a four-day work week. So in today's follow-up, I was talking with her what it has been like to go through that experience and what she is doing today as far as her work method and then we were also talking about the fact that currently there are so many successfully implemented either pilots or tests going on around the world related to four-day work week in Iceland and Spain is trying a pilot so it's really interesting to hear her perspective and also to learn more about suggestions and ideas she has had as well as you know tested and ex implemented to ensure that the four day work week was working well for her we also touched on the part-time block parade that melanie had created basically um nearly 20 professionals wrote about their type of part-time work and Melanie then analyzed it and looked if there were any type of um, categories why people were doing part-time which was very interesting and then also since we last talked Melanie had the opportunity to write a chapter in Doppelspitz's book Rethinking HR that I talked about with um, Doppelspitze a few weeks ago in our episode. So now without further ado, here is our conversation. Hello, Melanie. Hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you and see you again. I'm so appreciative that you're here today and that we can talk more about flexible work. And for people who do not know you yet, Melanie, could you share, like, you know, could you introduce yourself in five facts as, um, you know, according to the working out loud method? Because I thought that's such a good way to do that. 
Yeah, first of all, thanks um, for the invitation. And um, yeah, hello everybody, um, I'm Melanie. And yeah, since it's dinner time in my time zone currently, I will start with the fact that I like good food um, from all over the world. And that's um, one reason why I like to live in the city, um, because there are so many possibilities to go out uh, to eat or to order some food. And yeah, by the way, uh, the city where where I live is Mönchengladbach. Um, but I also like to be in the nature or in the mountains. There I yeah, relax directly. And my current project is um, that I'm converting together with my boyfriend a van into a camper. And yeah, we are almost finished and there are a few things to do, uh, but we can already use the camper and I'm really looking forward to future travels. And as final fact, um, I like people, um, getting to know exciting personalities, meeting family and friends, and also working with people is very important for me. Thank you so much, Melanie. And also welcome to anybody who is watching us. And if you could share where you are watching us from in the comments, that would be really great. And now, Melanie, You were a guest, guest on my podcast show, Job Sharing and Beyond, um, last year. Now, could you tell our listeners, um, you know, you were at that time finishing an experiment at your organization by leading in a part-time, in a four-day-week method. So could you tell us what has happened since? And are you still working in a four-day work week? Sure. Um, yeah, already during my um, experiment um, last year, I have included regular feedback sessions with um, my team and also with my supervisor um, Yeah, to clarify um, if this model works for everybody, if anybody or everybody um, is getting what they need and also what can um, yeah, be improved in the way we work together. And um, yeah, I also took some time for myself to 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 reflect um yeah how does it feel to work part-time and in a four-day week and yeah is that the way i want to work and live and yeah also of course how can i organize my time even better and uh yeah based on all this experience Experiences and learnings, um, yeah, my experience, my experiment, um, yeah, get better and better over time, um, and yeah, we improved, uh, and so the result um, was obvious in the end that leading part time really works, and yeah, that it's just a question of priorities and organization. And so, yes, um, part-time is now my current life and work model, and I'm still working in a four-day week. Um, yeah, with Wednesdays off, um, the day I use just for me for learning and personal development. That is so interesting. And now, obviously, now we've got examples where there was a successful experiment of the four-day week in Iceland, there is a pilot in Spain and more and more we hear about it. So um, what I find interesting is because you've been the first one in your organization. So now do you have thoughts 
and tips for people based on that experiment of yours, if they wanted to do that? Yeah, first of all, for me, it's great to see all these pilots, um, yeah, like in Iceland, um, especially with so many participants. And yeah, they created um, validated results um, and yeah, really show that the four day week um, could be a success and that there are very good arguments for this model. And yeah, when when I see um, yeah the, the their results and yeah, I find a lot of connecting points to my own personal experience. Um, yeah, I could share, um, for example, um, yeah, in keeping and increasing productivity, even if there is less time. Um, I'm also doing still the same role as in full time. Um, but yeah, this less time is a good reason and also a driver for optimization. Um, yeah, and to, to, to use this to reflect how the left time can be used in yeah, a meaningful and effective way. Um, there, uh, my starting points were meetings. Um, yeah, since I have a four day week, um, I question really every meeting I'm invited to. Um, yeah, first of all, um, can I add value to this meeting? Is there any value for me? Yeah, does it make sense for others and also me to attend? Um, or yeah, am I the right participant for this meeting? Or am I just there um, to, to, to pass afterwards information into um, my team, um, but then the work is done in another way. So maybe it would make sense that the team member who will do the work will participate directly. Um, or yeah, when, when more people from a team or our team are invited, the question is, do we all need to participate? And yeah, this is kind of magic um, because uh, when you do that, um, it's unbelievable how many um, extra work time um, you get only because you are not attending every meeting you are invited to it. Yeah, it really worth it to, to question this and yeah, maybe also, regardless of the topic for this week, this could be a hint for daily work. <laughs> yeah, I could highly recommend. <laughs> that or, is... Yeah, sorry. No, that's awesome. It, I really like, yes, yes, yes. Good point. And please go on. <laughs> Yeah, and also uh, when, when, when we talk about processes, um, even the simplest process could be full of potential when you, when you question it. Um, for example, yeah, do I really need to approve everything? Uh, is there a way to combine approvals um, yeah, to save time? Or when it comes to uh, self-responsibility in the team, um, do I really have to be involved in daily issues? Or does it make sense that colleagues from other departments are going directly to the experts and yeah, instead of the team lead? And isn't it enough to be involved when yeah, it's really needed, like in escalation or um, priority conflicts? So, yeah, also on, uh, um, on, on this way, there is potential to, 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 to find time and to, 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 to be more effective. And uh, second point uh, where I see connection points in, in, in this pilot is that I can completely underline the fact that work-life balance has improved um, a lot since I have been working part-time, I'm much happier and more balanced. And yeah, also very thankful to the company I'm working for, for the opportunity to live and work in this way. And yeah, that I have one day a week just for me. 
um, focused on reading a book, listening to a podcast, writing on my oh, for my blog. Uh, yeah, this is, by the way, something um, after the summer where I really should be more active. But yeah, there's also exchange with people in my network. And all this is very valuable. And this is how I bring new thoughts and ideas into my work, which also, yeah, is a value for, for, for the company I'm working for. And yeah, beyond my own example, I think that balance is an important aspect today and people want and need time for their families, for further development or for a time intensive hobby or yeah, projects besides their job. And yeah, a day off could be used meaningful and could bring a lot of benefits um, yeah, for people, for our society, but also for organization and companies. That, that is so excellent. And you know, you're bringing up such a good point with the cross-pollination that whatever you're doing outside of work might then help your work and vice versa. And so it, I think that's something in my mind that often is underestimated the transferable skills going both directions and now you have alluded to your blog already and when we were talking last year in our um, podcast episode um you had put together a like in german it's called um Teilzeit Blockparade and now in English it's basically a part-time block parade where you invited other people to share their own experiences of a form of part-time. So could you tell our listeners a little bit the highlights of that um, you know block parade you put together? Yeah, I think uh, first of all, uh, blog parades, as well as open discussion of re results like this pilots we, we, we talked before, are really important to start this discussion about part-time and for day week because there are so many stereotypes and criticism around. Um, and yeah, that was also the idea of this block parade. And after the block parade, um, I yeah, there, there were 22 interviews following where, where I asked the um, authors for more details. Yeah, to make it really visible um, and to really show success stories um, and yeah, to really show that new life and work uh, models are yeah very diverse and um, we yeah cannot separate work and life nowadays and as diverse as life is so are these models and yeah the the articles of this parade as well as um, yeah the interviews invite us to reflect on the value of time and yeah the balance between different areas of life and yeah also how we combine that with our jobs and yeah, also the advantages which result from individual models, as well as the way, um, yeah, how this could be successfully um, implemented um, in, in daily work um, are part of this articles and yeah, show how important this topic is and how much potential is behind. Yeah, again, for us, for yeah, our society and for organization and companies. Yeah, it's I, I just think, you know, I, I was so appreciative that you put this together because just reading the different 
um, you know, articles of people and, and all the different backgrounds and reasons why they decided to work, um, you know, not a typical nine to five. And um, now, you know, I had a recent podcast guest, Doppelspitze, which for people who don't know them, it's Julia Collard and Sven Schnitzler um, on my podcast. And now um, you are part of the book that they have recently published called Rethinking HR. And so could you share a bit uh, what your article was or your chapter was in that book? Yeah, your podcast episode is, yeah, still on my to-do list, but it's <laughs> on the top and I'm really looking forward to listen to it. Um, and yeah, maybe briefly uh, to the background um, based on a question on Twitter, um, which books about the future of HR are recommended? Um, yeah, Doppelspitze ask if we want to write this book ourselves. Um, yeah, because of current time. And yeah, this was the beginning of yeah, Doppelspitze's book project named Rethinking HR. And over 40 authors um, have um, written an article about their perspective. Yeah, at this point, hi, and many thanks again to Doppelspitze. <laughs> um, yeah, and in my essay, um, I described an internal initiative that brings new ideas and suggestions into the organization as base for innovation and development. And uh, yeah, this process starts with identifying internal needs, such as current issues and challenges, as well as trends outside the company that should be observed. And yeah, based on that, a research for potential solutions starts. And after a detailed evaluation and preparation of the results, a selection will be made and a concrete offer will be the result in the end. And yeah, the process is described in detail as well as the potential behind the initiative and yeah, the general um, conditions for it. That sounds really, really interesting. Thank you so much for sharing. And yeah, um, if anybody hasn't listened to that um, episode with Doppelspitze, yes, I highly recommend, as I recommend, listening to our previous conversation that Melanie and I had um, last year, where Melanie shared even more details about her blog parade and um, the the articles people submitted. And, and um, yes, so now... Um, I'm looking at the time and I'm trying, you know, I'd like to ask you a few additional questions. And like one of them is, what is a favorite book of yours? Yeah, to be honest, my favorite book is my calendar. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Which is a book and not uh, not digital. Um, yeah, it has all the structure and planning um, in uh, that I need. And it's always with me and uh, yeah, around me. So yeah, my favorite calendar is my favorite book. <laughs> That's awesome. And now, um, now, do you have a favorite color and why? one um, is green. Um, green is always a good mood um, color and it's the color of hope. So um, yeah, I like it a lot and I also see it in nature. So green is 
my favorite color. And as we are talking, you know, on the screen, I have green here too, besides purple. That's my favorite. <laughs> and um, the last question, um, Melanie, is if you could teleport anywhere, whether that's time-wise or location-wise, where would you go and why? Yeah, I think I choose a location um, and that would be Costa Rica. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Uh, a travel to Costa Rica was planned um, before um, the pandemic started and I have heard so many good things about uh, breathtaking nature so that I really want to go there and see it myself. Yeah, I hope in our 2022 that, you know, things will hopefully improve that. that that's really my hope and yeah, in my case, I look forward to coming back to Germany and and on this note, I just wanted to say thank you so much, Melanie, for having this interview with me in English. Now, I don't know, is that your first English live interview? Yes. <laughs> so that's amazing because like here is Melanie who had her first podcast visit in English on my show and now she um, was, you know, giving me the opportunity to interview her life in English. And I so appreciate it because I know it is sometimes not easy to speak in a foreign language, especially life. So this is just awesome. And, and you've inspired me. I, my Spanish isn't great, but I really would love to one day be on a Spanish podcast because I would love to be able to share knowledge I have with people who may not be able to speak English. So so I really am super appreciative, Melanie, that you took the time and to, you know, be here to share your knowledge with the world. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you as well. Um, it's yeah always uh, great um, to see you and, um, and yeah, the challenge uh, is always accepted. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the show. We hope you gained valuable insights and new ideas. To keep listening to future episodes, please head over to iTunes or your favorite player and subscribe and give it a rating. We would very much appreciate a review and for you to share it on social media so more people can start innovating in how they offer employment. Until the next time, goodbye.